Hey, welcome to Two Shot Tuesday with Jason and Barry. On this week's episode, we go deep into all things music, movies, and sci-fi. But don't worry, we've saved some time for one of life's critical questions. What cartoon animal would you want to come to life and live with you? Gripping stuff, ripped right from the headlines, tonight on Two Shot Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of Two Shot Tuesday. I'm Jason Riley. And I'm Barry Nixon. Hi, great Barry. to be back. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How yeah. are you? I'm doing well. We're having a, a, an unseasonably warm November. It's Other ridiculous. These last couple of days. It's been fantastic. Yep. I was wearing shorts today <laughs> when I was uh, running some errands at lunch. It was wonderful in a t-shirt. I mean, it's November. This is crazy. Yeah, Aldo and I went out for a nice walk with the dog, and we got some Americanos, and we sat out on park benches the last couple of days. It's been really nice to get outside and just enjoy <laughs> the afternoon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, got in your uh, cocktail glass this evening? I've got the classic uh, rum and Diet Coke, or okay. rum and Coke Zero. And we talked about this last week, and I didn't get an opportunity to get a Diet Coke and a Coke Zero to test, but I will have that. I commit to you for next week. I'm going to do okay. a taste test. Yeah, write that down. Diet Coke versus I'm writing Coke. it down. But this is a rum and Coke Zero. Nice. What do you have tonight? Uh, gin and uh, soda. And the gin is a uh, good old Tanqueray. Actually, excuse me. That's what I usually get. I didn't have any today. I ended up getting the Bombay Sapphire. Oh, I like Equally Bombay. Good. Yeah, yeah, Bombay is a really Equally good nice. gin. Also, I have to credit you for introducing me to uh, the alcohol without the without the mix, like like the Eldorado twelve year rum that you introduced oh, me to, and we both had uh, this past weekend again, and yeah. it's so good on its own. It I would is. never have thought of drinking rum on its own, but that has changed my tune. Well, that's wonderful news. <laughs> Yeah, it really is the, the gold standard for rum. It routinely wins best rum in the world, the El Dorado. I mean, the, the work that those people are doing, you know, it's nothing short of genius, yeah. really. All right, well, let's, uh, how was the week? The week your has week, been... Your week in review. My week in review, well, uh, as we saw each other on Saturday, we had, and yep. again, thank you for having us over. It was a wonderful time. It was great um to get together we don't get to see many people in the world of covid and it sounds like we may not again for a while so it was what do you mean well they've now just said that they're not going to allow restaurants to open for another 28 days what yeah it just came out today and gyms are going to stay closed or at least classes are going to stay closed and they're now encouraging people not to socialize outside of their household which is not a mandatory but that's something that they're encouraging Oh my God. Yeah. So I thought, uh, okay, I guess, uh, you said this just happened today. I have not been in touch yeah. with news really that much today at all. So I, I missed that. Yeah. I just saw it about half hour before we, uh, started talking. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm suitably depressed. Uh, let's get on yeah. to the questions about <laughs> <Perfect>. suicide. <laughs> let's, talk, let's, let's get it going here. Okay. I got a question for you. Favorite sci-fi series of all time, Jay? What is your number one to be a desert island science fiction series of all time? I'm going to have to go with Star Trek The Next Generation. It's just, it's, I have watched those episodes so many times. Um, when I was young, uh, younger, 
and I was at home living at home with my parents. I had a, I used to record them on VHS mm-hmm. thinking, you know, cause when you're a kid, you don't think that technology might change. And my, my, like I used to sit, they were on every night at six o'clock and I would sit there and watch them and I would pause and I would take the commercials out and I would record them diligently. I would write the episode because you get like eight hours on a VHS tape. So I would record the episode name and I would handwrite it on a piece of paper that would go in the sleeve. And I was wow. like, when I retire, I will be able to watch Star Trek whenever I want. I didn't envision <laughs> Netflix, uh, Barry Nixon, but uh, no. so those VHSs are in the garbage and it was a lot of hours spent, but it was lovingly spent. Yeah. What about you? Well, I mean, that's my answer as well. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we sync up on a lot of our answers, I think, and certainly Next Generation. Uh, I agree. that I've watched all – I have the Blu-rays, uh, seasons one to seven, and I've watched the shit out of those episodes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and I will continue. What's yeah. the, maybe your favorite one? Tell me your favorite one out of the series. I like the one where Picard got kidnapped – and he was tortured with the There Are Four Lights. That one. Yeah, that was, was a great parter. Yeah, it was yeah. like, the, that wasn't one of the ones that spanned seasons, right? It wasn't a cliffhanger. It was just no, a two-parter. It was, it was a two-parter, like, yeah. in, the, in the season with Ronnie Cox uh, yep, taking over that. as captain. Yeah, from uh, Beverly Hills Cop and Beverly yeah. Hills Cop 2. Uh, and, three. of course, Robocop. Oh, yeah, and, Robocop. And he was also in Total Recall. He was the bad guy in Total Recall. Yeah. He's had a good career. How about For me, you? I'm trying to think. Um, I love the from season one, like the data lore episode that introduces lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched that one a million times, and I always will. It's probably the best one out of the first season, I think. Yeah. Um, but I also love that finale, man. That two parter finale is amazing. Yeah. Um, all good things. Yeah. Uh, With yeah. the three legged Enterprise, that was so cool. It's like, you know, how do you make it go faster? You put a third nacelle on it, like you just. It, it was ugly. Smaller. They get bigger. They just get, they bigger, get bigger and more powerful. Like you're strapping on that extra whatever onto the engine. Yeah. And then didn't they also go to warp 13 or something? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you couldn't do that with just two nacelles, Jay. <laughs> no, you had to get that can't. third one in there. Well, what do you say we do our first uh, shot of the evening? Let's do it. Okay. Right, what have you got tonight? Jameson Black Barrel. Classic Jameson. Cheers. Cheers. What is a band that you saw before they were famous or before they blew up? Is there a band that you might have seen that went on to be big, but you saw them when nobody knew them? Um, okay, let's see. I don't know if I ever saw any bands that were not popular or before mm-hmm. they became big. Did you? You must have. Uh, there's one. Uh, it was Arcade Fire. Uh, and okay. It's not that nobody knew them, but they were playing in the daytime. They were at the Virgin Music Festival on the island, but they were playing at two in the afternoon. So th- those are the slots for the bands that, you know, yeah, they have a record deal, but they're not as big as what they are today. Right. You know, they'd never be playing in, in, in the early afternoon when the sun's still out. Yeah. You know, they'd be headlining right. now. Yeah. So that was cool. Okay, well, here's, here's one. Who's your, sticking with music, who's your favorite Canadian artist of all time? Our Lady Peace. Good one. I haven't, I, I, you know, since I've had Spotify in the last year or so, I've gone down an Our Lady Peace rat, rat hole once in a while and listened to a lot of it. I haven't listened to them regularly in a long time, 
but I really uh, liked them, especially when they were with Clumsy and all those through the 90s and early 2000s. Uh, Gravity is probably one of my favorite albums that they came out with that I really liked. Yeah. yeah what, so, um, for favorite Canadian artist yeah, for me? First, yeah. yeah, it would have to be the Tragically Hip. I mean, it would have to Obvious. be. Yes, legendary. And I was, I was lucky enough to see them one time live. Uh, Chris uh, brought me to a show at the old uh, uh, Air Canada Centre back when it was that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was, it was the only time I ever saw them. And uh, yeah, they were great. Yeah. And when was this? Oh, man. Well, Linda and I were together. It was probably like 05 or 06. It was somewhere okay. in that neighborhood. Like I, we weren't married yet, but we were yeah. living together. Um, I do remember that. So yeah, that was, that was wild. It was a good time. Wow. Lady and Gaga also put together a phenomenal show. I remember the, I saw her the first time. It was when she, she, she blew up, but they weren't expecting her to. So I'm just remembering this. So we went, uh, my friend Ryan and I had tickets to see her at the Air Canada Centre. And they were only going to sell out the bottom row of it. And she had a very modest stage. It was just a, you know, it was just a very basic stage with some stuff projected on the back, just pictures and stuff. And they were only going to sell at the bottom row, but then all of a sudden she blew up. So they ended up selling out the whole place. And so she had the stage show that was not built for the Air Canada Center, but she just rocked it anyway. And it was incredible. And that, that was when she started her tour. And then by the time so we saw her first show, cause she didn't open in Toronto, but she opened early in Toronto. And by the time it had come around a year later, she had exploded and it had, she had morphed it into this giant arena show. So it was kind of cool well, to see both ends of it. And that's almost an answer, Jay, for the question from earlier, which was who's a band that you saw before they truly blew up? It sounds like you saw Lady Gaga before she truly blew up. Look at so you, Barry. But yes, that. that's true. It all comes around again. <laughs> it really does. Shall we uh, do our second shot? I think we should. I think we should. Let's do it. I have a question for you. Yes. I just thought up. What uh, older TV show do you think is primed and ready for a reboot? Great question. Um, I mean, if they did it right, I'd watch the A-Team or I would watch, Mm. um, you know, Knight Rider. If they could do it with a a modern vehicle, uh, Yeah, you know, why not? I think they've screwed up Knight Rider a few times. They've tried to reboot it. Yeah. Uh, but that those are good answers. Mine, I'm going to go back a little further into the 70s. I don't know if you ever okay. watched this show. Columbo. I didn't. I didn't. But oh. I know the character. He's like that surly detective guy. Yeah. Um, He's got the Peter, weird eye. Peter Falk. Peter yeah, Falk. Because he had yeah, a glass yeah. eye. And he, uh, but he was just great. You should watch. If you ever get a chance to see old Columbo, you should watch yeah. old Columbo. I think you'd like it. Because he's like, he would always play kind of, dumb and just kind of all over the place and so because there was never a mystery like you always knew who did it at the beginning there was never an episode where you didn't know who did it like they'd show a guy committing a murder or whatever and then he'd have to solve it so you always knew who the guilty person was and then that person would always try to like play them off schmooze up to Columbo and Columbo always played dumb and he'd just be like uh what do you uh uh, just one more question one more question we always knew what was going on and then Mm -hmm. he would eventually at the end just kind of hammer him home right when they thought they were getting away with it he'd hammer, he'd hammer him home so i think colombo would be a good be a time for a reboot for colombo what about now if they were to do a team how would they do that better uh i think they'd have to still keep that same kind of formula as like a ragtag 
bunch of guys who come together uh, and are sort of an elite force. But uh, I, I see that if they were to reboot it, that would have, probably have to be on Netflix, I think. Mm -hmm. More budget and they could have some leeway in terms of, because you'd have to have some violence in there. It's yeah. the A-team. Yeah, you so can you're step up the people, violence. A little bit. Yeah. Um, Who would yeah. be... They would have to have like, I think, like how Murdoch, remember Murdoch was a guy who was like the, the comedy relief. Mm -hmm. Not Murdoch. Was it Murdoch? There was Face. Uh, or was it Face? Face. Wasn't no. Face the, the Joker guy? No, that was, um, Face was like the, the good looking guy. He was like the, the okay. guy with the face. And then they had uh, Hannibal. I think <laughs> oh, it was Murdoch. Is that where the name came from? Okay. <laughs> but I think, cool. I, think, I think Murdoch would be played by Kevin Hart. Huh, interesting. Like, I think the Joker guy, if that's his name, Murdoch, I think he would be Kevin Hart. I think that would be, he, he has that personality. I like it. Who would be uh, a recast Mr. T? You could bring Mr. T back. He could be like, maybe it's he's, maybe he's forming, uh -huh. maybe it's not exactly a reboot. Maybe it's like the next generation of Mr. T. I like that. Huh? Yeah. Why reboot it? Why not just continue on with Mr. T? He's, he's putting together a new group of, uh, you know, hungrier uh, <laughs> cast members. <laughs> A hungrier A team is what, yeah, what he's been. That's it. That's what he's been searching the globe, and now he's finally that. got his. Yeah. Let's get this, this pitch document to Mr. T immediately. In your opinion, um, what film role was one hundred percent perfectly cast? Can you think of like one? Performance that you say, "Wow, nobody else, no other actor could have done it." That was. Perfect casting. An easy one is like Robert De Niro and Godfather Part Two. Yeah. Um, I, Anything else? Know, yes. Um, uh, um, what's his name? Norton. Ed Norton. Ed Norton in Fight Club. Yeah. I really like that. I thought he did a, a great job in that role. Mm -hmm. That's two. I thought you. I thought you were going to might say uh, William Shatner is Jim Kirk. <laughs> you know that's too easy because I can't see easy. anyone else as Jim Kirk. I mean, I like yeah. what's his name does a great job in the in the three movies that they did. What's his name? Uh, uh, Chris, uh, Pine. Chris Pine. Uh, yeah. does a great job. He's a he's aping um, Patrick or not Patrick uh, William Shatner a, a bit. So I like that homage to him. Anyway, I've 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 gone off track off the question. Who do you think's been perfectly cast? Uh, I would, I mean, this is, might be an easy one too, but like Heath Ledger in the dark Knight as the Joker. Yeah. I mean, you can't imagine anybody else doing like that. was so good. So original and yeah. completely different than Jack Nicholson's version. And well, different than anyone else before mm -hmm. and since. Um, yeah. So I, I would say that was perfectly cast and maybe Christopher Reeve as Superman. Yeah. They've never been was... able to get it right nope. after since he, he, uh, you know, unfortunately wasn't able to continue. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, they've never been able to find a better Superman than Christopher Reeve. I agree. That, so I would yeah. say those two. Those are good ones. Those are both great ones, yeah. But if you were, so now, just pivoting that question a bit to go back to what yeah. we're talking about, is there any actor that you could see being cast as a young Jim Kirk in if they were oh, to put man. him on Star Trek Discovery? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a great one. I don't really know the the young hot actors of today, like the the up and comers, because you'd probably want to get somebody that you didn't already know. It would yeah. have to be somebody who's relatively unknown, I would think. Although the guy they so got for pressure. Spock, I don't think the the guy they got for Spock was particularly well known. Like I didn't. Uh, know that's true. I'm not sure who that 
is even now yeah. as we're speaking. I, I mean, can't think of the actor's I name. I don't know the actor's yeah. name, but maybe for Kirk, you just get somebody that takes it in a different direction altogether and doesn't try to do, uh, you know, a William Shatner version of it. Impression? Yeah. We should do a whole show on Star Trek canon. People will love it. Oh, if we're you, gonna watch if you want to see that, it's 647-486-4848. Text us, yes, Star Trek. If we get five texts with yes, Star Trek to uh-huh. 647-486-4848, what do you say, Barry? We make one whole episode about Star Trek. I'm in. Okay. That's the challenge. The gauntlet's thrown down. Okay. I like it. Now, you know what? It's up to you, audience. Yeah, it's you up decide. to you. Five. All it takes is five. <laughs> like how we keep it, keep the bar real low. A lot of the questions tonight have been about like movies and, and music, which I, you know, those yep. are two things. A lot of music. Yeah. A lot of music. Uh, but here's one that is a bit different. If you could have one cartoon animal come to life and be your pet, what would it be? Huh. A now, cartoon animal be, that could come to life. Like it has to be an actual animal. Like, can it be a... Oh, that's just the way the, uh, the question the is written, written, Jay. It, it does say uh, cartoon animal. So let's... Uh, okay. What do you um, think? Let's see. Hmm. Something to think about. Because you could say My Pet Monster, which was an actual show. Yeah, absolutely you could. And I so was thinking monster. like... Uh, yeah. yeah, I was thinking Battle Cat from He-Man. But oh. then you know how expensive it would be to feed that thing? Yeah. You had a full-grown tiger living with you? I mean, that'd be... Yeah, that's expensive. Quadrupling. And he's a coward. Like, if Cringer was a coward. So Battle Cat was good. Like, Battle Cat was tough, but Cringer was just a big coward. You that's that? right. I think Cringer would be more appropriate for condo living, though. So I would have him as yeah. Cringer for, like, while we're just hanging out of the condo. But if we're going out, like, for groceries or whatever, he can be Battle Cat then. And then there's, <laughs> there's no waiting in line. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just riding into the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, <right>. that's it. <laughs> now you're making me want you know, She-Ra's unicorn horse. Oh, yeah. Swift wind. Swift, holy shit. That oh, is deep. going, that's, that's deep a deep cut. cut right there. Holy shit. Swift, Swift wind. wind. Wow. I'll meet you at the grocery <laughs> store. I'll be going over the Gardner Expressway to get there. Over In the traffic. Swift wind. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, what's the most surprising thing that you've ever seen in someone else's home? When I was a kid, like my aunt and uncle had an indoor pool, which was a very oh. nice surprise. They Holy had an shit. Indoor pool. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. You? That's a, yeah. Um, I have a friend who uh, like collects all kinds of things. Um, and so probably the most, his house is filled with memorabilia, original mm. posters. Uh, he's the one who bought that first issue of Spider-Man that I told you about that was signed by Stan Lee. It was worth mm-hmm. like 25 grand or some insane amount of money, maybe more than that. Like you'd love, like he has a, an original uh, Batman poster from the sixties. It was hanging up in like a French movie theater that was signed by Burt Ward. Like he, he went to these comic cons and got all the guys to sign it. Uh, who it's were incredible. in the movie. Yeah. It's giant. Yeah. But Adam West, it doesn't just sign his name. eh? He had to put to Rob. Adam West and Rob was like, "Can you just not put to Rob?" And so Adam West went to one of his handlers who was like Victor, like off to the side or whatever the guy's name was, yeah. Chad, Victor, whatever. 
can you tell him? And he's like, oh, no, Mr. West doesn't sign just his name. He will sign it to Jason, to Barry, and then his name. And he knows that that decreases the value, but he doesn't want to get pimped, I guess. That's his thinking. I don't know. Okay. So it does say say to Rob on the poster, Adam West, but everyone else has put their name. I got a question for you, Jay. Okay. If animals could talk, which animal would be the most charming? I think a rabbit. Oh, okay. Why? I think because they're they're cute but they're they're very vulnerable so they would have to because they're always running away so i think that if they could talk they would try to find another um another avenue of of trying to just get you to not kill them and attack them and so i think that um rather than have to be skittish and take off they would be very fast on their feet and they uh, or so to speak on their mouth and right. be able to kind of smooth talk things. So I think a rabbit okay. would be very charming. Rabbit would be very charming. I'm going to uh, say alpaca for me because they always have the look that they're smiling anyway. So I feel like if you, if you added the ability for them to talk on an animal that's already <laughs> smiling, they're going to charm the pants off of you. I feel you like I should saying? know what an alpaca is. And we t- they're kind of like llama. a llama. The llama. It's a llama family. Yeah, okay. They, they have that, that permanent yeah. grin. They always look like they're smiling and they're in the best, their best mood, although they do spit like uh, some of those other animal, hooved animals do. What do they spit for? I don't know. If, if I guess fresh. if you get too close, maybe. <laughs> so it's talking would be good for them because, yeah, talking stop, would stop be good. spitting and just yeah, use please. words. <laughs> if you're, I mean, you see the advantages. Yeah, I, for everyone. They're abundantly clear. The Especially <laughs> in this time of COVID. Spitting yes. is not encouraged. So alpaca, no, use your words. Well, that that sounds like a way to wrap up the show for tonight. I think so. That's another successful Two Shot Tuesday. They just keep coming they every do. single week. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody, to yes. another episode. We really appreciate it. If you uh, you know uh, want to help other people find us, and please do, please click subscribe because that helps people to find us. And of course, you can always text us a question, 647-486-4848, or give us your feedback. And if five of you say, yes, Star Trek, we will do an entire episode dedicated to Star Trek, which is not a chore for us. No, we would, we would be happy <laughs> to fall on that sword yeah, if please. you wish it, if you deem it to be, there dear listeners. Be some deep cuts. Like we could go into the animated series from the 70s. We could. Well, you could. On yeah, that I one, could. But... I'm happy to lead us into that. <laughs> I'll see you next week, Jay. This is great. Yeah, have a great week and uh, see you next week.